All right, let's do this. This is Doc Hillary, and my sidekick slash sexy hunter husband, who we now are coronavirus at home, so we got to hang out with each other. So we thought, what should we do? Coronavirus. We don't. We don't actually have coronavirus, but <laughs> no, we don't. If you listen currently to the media and the world and world leaders and stuff. Everybody's going to have coronavirus soon, so just hold on. It will get to your household soon. It's just taking its time. <laughs> well, what I say is bring it on because um, I, I'm feeling like uh, I think I think we can beat it. I think we can take it. So um, we're going to talk today about how to boost your immunity and some yep. of the things that you can do to kind of... Um, build your body up so that when these things come around, you have a fighting chance at getting through it without just catastrophe. Yep. So but first, let's give a word to our sponsors. Our sponsors. Man, that sounds <laughs> fancy. This is fancy for us because we don't normally do this. <laughs> we don't really have sponsors, but no. we do have some um, discount codes for the listeners. Uh, first off being sheep feet. So it's uh insole that I've been running for three months now. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it. It, it It's just perfect. Slip it in your hunting boot or whatever boot and, um, and run it. It's kind of a custom insole. So if you want to take a look at those, uh, purchase those at sheep feet, use the code stealthy 10, get 10% off. Also, we have a code for off-grid food, which there's two really good food companies that I like. I love Heather's Choice and I love Off-Grid. Um, they both have like different different things like the breakfast that I, I really like. Uh, Off-Grid does a great job at, at a lot of different things as well. So I kind of run a mixed bag of foods that I do myself as well as Heather's Choice as well as Off-Grid. Um, and Spencer was kind enough to give us a discount code for those that want to order some. And, um, that is just the code stealthy and get 15% off. That'll get you 15% off, uh, breakfast snacks, not meals because he's way behind on meals. It'll also give you uh, 15% off uh, his membership. And he's got, he's got a couple of tiers for memberships as well. And you should just go order now because you're going to need to stock up whether or not you're hunting or not. You're going to be. Can't, you can't hurt to have a bunch soon, of uh, hydrated meals in, in the cupboards. Have people coming around taping your door shut. You're not going to be able to get out. So you, instead of toilet paper, you better order some off grid. Well, see, I had ordered a bunch of off grid mm. and a bunch of Heather's Choice mm-hmm. for a big, big trip. That I know. I are you going to divulge what just happened to you? Might as well. So Why not? sad. I've been planning this big New Zealand trip uh, for a long time, and uh, there was four of us going. But yeah, just today, finally, we were, we were knowing something <clears throat> bad was going to happen. Probably yeah. not going to be able to do this trip with the whole virus scare. And today, uh, New Zealand went ahead and ran a 14-day quarantine on anyone, Kiwis or anyone, coming into the country. So you're, you're quarantined going in. And then um, you're going to be quarantined coming back into the U.S. So the trip has been canceled. I was completely packed, ready, set, good to go. All my foods from um, mm. Heather's and Off Grid, and 
and unfortunately that trip has just taken a turn so i'm going to change it into a bear trip early season bear trip so we'll make it work yeah but. it's really sad i talked to my best friend today on the phone and her daughter her last child at home is a senior and they canceled her spring softball which she's spent her whole high school career they canceled prom they canceled ffa and I mean, they might even cancel graduation at this point. They're talking about MSU here in Bozeman just canceled. Like there's nobody on campus. Like you're not allowed on campus and yeah. they canceled walking. And then even just like the Pretty NCAA, you work your whole, whole career and you're a senior in college and it's your last year and you can't even play in the final four when you've made it that far. It's heartbreaking. Um, I don't really feel sorry for the professional well, guys because they're still going to be making a lot of money. And a lot of them are actually helping people out. I read today, like players are donating money to the people that work in arenas and that, you know, they depend on that weekly paycheck. Um, they're helping, they're donating owners and players to those people that are going to be losing their jobs and not having work. So that's pretty cool. And I think if we're going to take a silver lining out of coronavirus is what you're starting to see besides the mass pandemonium that the media wants you to play into is that people are coming together. They're being probably more they're cautious. They're supposed to come together. No. Well, they're coming four feet from each other. But it's showing some of the humanity of people, right? For an NBA star who makes millions of dollars to say, hey, I'm going to donate $200,000, $500,000 to people that can't work in this epidemic. And then more people start coming out. This just shows you that people actually are good and they really care about each other. So don't buy into the media that everybody is like out for themselves unless you're at Costco and you're looking for that one roll of toilet paper. Because let me tell you, I was there yesterday and people were running back to the back of the store to the paper aisle. And then they're standing there going, where's the stuff? Is this the right aisle? Am I in the right place? Because there was nothing. So hmm. I just, I, I find it that people come together and they help each other out and neighbors will help each other out and we'll get through this. Um, and just be smart about it. I also think it's a good thing to teach people maybe how to be a little more frugal, you know? Like, if we run out of food or you run out of toilet paper or you run out of things, like you got to conserve a little, right? Sure. So so I think it makes people most hunters I know are very well stocked with meats and um yeah if you garden as well a bunch of canned meats and And then what a better time blah, blah, blah. to talk about self-sustainability mm -hmm. and what we've been talking about for years now granted I don't know what we could grow out there right now without a greenhouse pretty much nothing because the ground is frozen. But, I mean, we, well, we have, have canned. We have grow lights downstairs we have, we where we have, can grow we starts. We have some grow and... lights downstairs. <laughs> Sounds bad. <laughs> Those are for starts, folks. But nothing we have, else. like, canned onions. We have beets. We have canned meat. We have stuff. We have dehydrated food from last year and the year before. We have bare fat. We have... Um, bones in the freezers. So and we have chickens out outdoors. We have chickens eggs, so. with eggs. And so we are oh. super fortunate. And I actually think, and we're going to talk about this. This is actually the topic today. So we're going to talk about immune health and how you should be doing these things all the time. It's not just like right now because you're afraid you're going to get a virus. Like think of how many colds and flus people get every year and they survive. This is to help overall immunity, right? To help you keep 
food colds and flus down yeah, to help like you, you said, fight the things. silver lining in it is hopefully hopefully it, it is that people figure out that um you know putting the right things into your body is pretty important so keeping your yourself well exercised um in good overall health through the food and the exercise is going to be very important when these things come around i mean it's it's kind of inevitable they'll probably this well, one will run its course shown people that things come around and typically these things you know it'll run its course in a few months and then who knows in our lifetime we may see another one but yep yeah and uh as the world economy crashes we now have to become more dependent on ourselves a little bit so absolutely um okay so the last uh promo code that we have is from a new company that we just started working with like really the story is ryan found some of their product at a store mm-hmm. and he started drinking it and he fell in love with it i was like trying i was like a crack dealer <laughs> i was trying to like get everybody to try it because it's so good um Here's i've crack. always liked bone broth and we make bone broth Chicken bone quite broth. a bit whenever i do get an animal and um get the bones out which sometimes that doesn't happen because they're a little far in but uh bone broth is just shown to be extremely beneficial and nutritious so try to get it as much as possible but when you can't um yeah i found these little like single serving sticks that looking at the ingredients you know i was kind of skeptical uh finding it at just a regular store and then i started looking at the ingredients and it's like all grass-fed and everything else and the, the first bag i got was just straight bean boat or beef bone broth and um man it was really good and so after that i ordered a bunch more i got some of the chicken bone broth and and um some of the protein coffee and some of the snacks uh it's like a chicken um, broth snack and uh, they have a tomato as well and um i like every single one of them um so i kind of dug into the company a little bit and looked at some of the ingredients and and it's super good and like i'm telling you i will probably in the hills drink more than i'm willing to share at this point i'm going to be probably scarfing down three or four of those every day um in my hunts this year I think I have about what fifty calories per little oh, yeah. single I mean, serving. They're just like the calories are ten grams of protein though mm-hmm. each serving, so mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah, and they have a pot collagen peptides too. So I've been drinking that. We have this little frother. We throw things in this thing, which is really cool. And I put the collagen peptide in there with a little bit of almond or hemp milk. And it froths it like cream. And then I put it in my tea in the morning. And that's really good. Um, and then I had a special mocha one at work the other day. And it was like a mocha yeah, bone. I, bro- was it bone? I've no, been, it's a collagen peptide. But it's a collagen peptide. I had I've, like I've been a warm that chocolate well. drink. It's really good. Because I've gotten enough caffeine. So it didn't have any caffeine in it. Um, yeah. But if you want to get some Lona Life uh, for bone broth and for all these other things we talked look, about. Any of you guys that hunt or hike or spend time on the hill in the winter or whatever, get some. Trust mm-hmm. me, you're going to dig it because it is like just if you got your jet boil, heat up some water and just eight ounces, 12 ounces of water with this little thing. And it's delicious. And I'm drinking right now a coconut. What is this? Coconut, pineapple collagen peptides yeah it's like drinking a pina colada it's really really good good. and it's got um 10 grams of protein in it all right so you can use um we've made friends with the folks there so they gave us a promo code and it's stealthy 
10. Stealthy 10. Yeah. Um, so speaking of bone broth and helping your immunity, I think the first place we should always start is gut health. Number one, um, it would be on my top list of where to start if you don't know where in the heck to start, um, especially if you're changing your diet. You have and to focus talked, on gut health. We've talked about gut, gut health before too, and um, you've yep. actually done quite a few podcasts talking about it yep. with Brian Call and others and Dr. as well Jillian. as on ours. So. Yeah. And we have the gut restoration program, which is, I, maybe I'll have it up by the time we put this out, but if not, I'm just, I just finished the new draft for the new gut restoration. Um, and I think that's foundationally where people should start. You really just need to remove food allergens and things that are bugging your gut to start with, and then introduce things that are going to heal the gut and the stomach and the intestines, and the, and then introduce a probiotic. The nice thing about the um, collagen peptides and the bone broths and all those is they help collagen matrix and they help immuno. They basically bring immunoglobulins and so, like things from the chicken broth or the bone broth that are going in and they're, he they're just like that supplement. They're healing the, the lining of the gut. Actually, what I've noticed drinking these, because we've had them now for like, I think for the last week or week and a half, I've been pretty consistent. And the girls in the morning have been drinking a cup of broth with their breakfast. And then I'm drinking the peptides and doing broth once a day, at least if we don't make it in a soup, like we have, we have this week. Um, I just noticed that my gut feels better. Like I just, I, I feel like I'm not as hungry for one, like all the time I feel, um, really my gut just feels better. So I think when we talk about healing and immunity, we have to address the gut. Number one, um, the other part of that, like bone broth, another one to think about is like fermented foods. Like, I just had a watch big the video, giant bowl of that. Now, this is a Costco size thing. I got this, the wild brine. It's what's great is that we've gotten the small ones of these, like the kimchi and all those other. We have some in the fridge right now. Um, they were used to be super expensive and you could only buy them at like the health food store. And now you can buy this huge thing. It's like, um, 50 so ounces watching, 50 ounces of oops did i just drool <laughs> it's a stinky raw organic water sauerkraut so. raw organic sauerkraut for like that thing was like seven dollars so there is definitely a benefit to costco now because at least in our costco we have good choices on things like this that used to cost a fortune you can make your own and we highly encourage you always to make your own um but this is a great way for seven bucks uh, to get some good sauerkraut. And what's interesting is sauerkraut has more vitamin C than most things out there. So right now with immune health, what's a very important antioxidant? Vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So you can eat like a little bit of sauerkraut and you can get a bunch of vitamin C. And that comes from the fermentation of the cabbage. Um it's and tasty. It's tasty. So tasty. Yep. So those are two like very simple ways um, to help gut health. That's where we should start. So gut health would be number one. Um, A lot of people are asking like that? some like what vitamins, what mm -hmm. supplements are we taking and stuff like that. Um, right. You could probably, I know what we're taking, but you could probably go into the nitty gritty as far as why these things that we're taking are, are so beneficial. Well, the first thing I want to say is vitamin C has definitely, we've jacked up yes, our vitamin C we and have. we always take it daily, yep. 
but I've upped my intake two, three fold yep. at this point. Um, I did a presentation today, just interestingly enough, uh, for Ivory Nutrition and Alicia Zemlicka, she's a friend of ours and she's doing winter, she did a women's hunting seminar today and asked me to talk on protein or nutrition or whatever. So I did and I went in and I talked about the work of Weston Price and about ancestral diets and that kind of what makes up really, because everybody is really worried about their immunity right now. Sorry, our dog is hungry. Speaking of food, she's like, give me some of that bone broth. Um, <laughs> uh, talking about like, you know, right now everybody's panicking about what food do I buy and my immune system and stuff. So I thought it would be kind of appropriate to talk about the basics of these things. But um, there's kind of three factors that Western Price talked about. If you don't know who Western Price is, look him up online, westernprice.org. He wrote a book in the 1930s, and he traveled around the world and studied native populations all over the world, all over North America. He lived with the Eskimos. He went to Fiji. He went to Africa. He went to Switzerland. There was like some people that live in this valley in Switzerland where they were cut off from the rest of Switzerland by some... Um, natural like formation where people like didn't leave and they had like grass-fed cows and they drank like raw milk and they made cheeses and all the things that they ate were really high in fat soluble vitamins and he went and studied all these cultures and found that they had all their 32 teeth grew in every single one of them including their wisdom teeth so you have 32 teeth and all 32 teeth grew in straight and they all had room, which means you have a really large dental arch when that happens. And your head is really big and round. And what he found was that the generations of these people who left or they started eating um, processed sugar and processed flour, alcohol, etc. So like Native Americans in our continent would be a great example. Um, he studied Native cultures. And then he looked at them generation generally generationally and how their cranial formation and their dental situation changed. And he found that it got worse and worse. So your teeth got crowded, your dental arch got smaller, your cranial shape got smaller and more narrow, um, and you were not in robust health. And not only that, you were more prone to infection. So tuberculosis was a big one back in his day. So none of those native tribes or people lived on their ancestral diets had tuberculosis. They did not contract tuberculosis. They were able to fight it off. They also had no chronic disease. So there was no diabetes. There was no insulin resistance. There was no heart disease. There were no neurological disorders. And there was no mental disease. These things were almost impossible to find. He literally said in some tribes in Africa, he found like one cavity in 2,000 teeth. And he would go to like a, 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 a town close to there where people were eating refined foods and refined grains and sugar. And it was like each person had like over 10 cavities in their mouth. The cool thing that I saw, like he had a bunch of photos. Oh like my he gosh. had taken a bunch of photos of, of these, these fellas, these men. And uh, bang, they're ripped out of their <laughs> marbles. I mean, how old are some of those photos were of like guys in their 50s, 60s? The guy in the middle must have been, I bet you he was 60. They look like they he had, spent their life in the he gym. He had a full head of hair. He looked like you right now. Full beard, full head of hair. It was kind of grayish white from the picture. I don't know if it was in real life. But he looked older, his face. 
His body looked like they had put on a fake body chiseled and it chiseled out. with an eight pack and pecs, deltoids, biceps. And the two guys standing next to him looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exactly sure what tribe that was, but this was, he was saying like these people were of any tribe. They were in like amazing physical health. They had no illnesses and even older women and older men, they were in incredible shape. And we know this from studies of the Hawaiians. So when I was an undergrad, I was a nutrition major. I did my one of my big projects on the native Hawaiians. These are not Polynesian Hawaiians that we know of today, those which are a mix of Polynesian ancestry with usually Asian ancestry of some sort. These are the true Hawaiians who came from Hawaii. And I had, I had old pictures of these, you know, men and women, and they were just pieces of art, sculpted, the tall, muscly, huge heads, like, and, and not overweight, like what we think of a traditional tribal, you know, like a traditional Hawaiian today. We, we think of, you know, like, and these were like, super strong people, healthy. And anyways, so Weston Price did amazing work and his work is still out there today. I mean, this was over this a hundred years ago. He was saying, we have to stop eating these diets because they are going to slowly create disease and degeneration. He, he wrote a whole book on it. All the pictures are in there. All his studies are in there. And it just makes you realize, especially in the medical care system, I mean, it's just rare to find people older, especially our age and older, that are in pristine physical health. And Are we not in pristine physical health? Not compared to those guys. Oh, no, not compared to those no, guys. Because no, because their whole sure. life revolved around, like, they had well, they their daily outdoors. things. Yeah. They were outdoors. They were fishing. They were hunting. They were warring, like, whatever yeah. they were doing. But they were not worried about, like, getting in their car and driving and getting their coffee. And, like, they got to go sit in a cubicle. That was not their life. So everything was really about the whole the whole system. And that's not what we do today. And that's perfect evidence it's, it's like a correlation. As we get smarter, we think we're smarter. Technology gets better. We have amazing things at our fingertips, like lazier. this phone. We get lazier and, and we sit on our butts a lot it's more. It's like we're the huge balloon drinking Slurpees all day long and our brains are like shrinking. And yet we look back on these huge people that lived back. <laughs> we look back on those people back then and we think, Oh, they were so barbaric. Oh, they had no technology. Oh, they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, they did not know why if they ate adrenal glands, they didn't get scurvy. They just knew that if you eat the adrenal glands, this they didn't even know it was an adrenal gland. They just eat it after they killed an animal, fresh and raw. Nobody ever got vitamin C deficiency. They didn't know what that was. But when the white settlers came, they were like, "Why do you, how, how do you not die of scurvy? And they said, well, because we just eat this thing and we don't get it. So to me, they had a, they had a connection and a smartness that was just so different than we are today. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we've lost a lot of that. So to go back to the original subject, because I can get really off track, <laughs> is that when we talk about supplements, let's always remember that food is number one, mm-hmm. number one supplement. And it's not a supplement. It is the medicine. Food is the medicine. And unfortunately, our diets are stripped of a lot of things that we need. 
So one, fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin K. Um, that's going to be in like fat. That's going to be in the blubber of the seal and in the fish row and, or, and in the joints and in the bone marrow and in um, that kind of stuff, the organs, right? Mm -hmm. Liver, adrenals, kidneys, heart, all these um, things that they were eating. So that's really important. We don't get a lot of that today. So if you're going to supplement which you're probably going to need to do today because most people I test are vitamin D deficient at this latitude, yeah. right? So you need to take a vitamin D supplement. Preferably, I like to take one that's with A and K or with K. K is actually the magic ingredient because um, so Weston Price noted that when people ate foods high in vitamin D, there were certain foods that had this thing called Activator X. And that was something, he didn't know what it was at the time, but he noticed that it was like an activator and it activated the vitamin D within the food. So it made it more absorbable. And this is what we, I think we call it K2 now. So we know that that helps. Um, probably at our latitude, what I see this time of year, like today it is a blowing cold winter storm today. You need about five to 10,000 IUs a day. Um, if you live closer to the equator, you probably need much less than that, but at least 2,000 IUs a day, farther up you get. And then if you're eating a lot of fatty food and you're eating um, all the bone marrow and you're eating all the fat off the joints and you're doing bone broth and you're doing all that and you're eating fish roe and fatty fish and omegas, you may not need to take as much. So like cod liver oil has vitamin D and vitamin A in it and it's a food. Nobody added vitamin D and vitamin A to the cod's liver and then killed it. That's just part of the cod liver oil. But that's like the oldest like omega-3 on the planet. People have been, they've been eating either fish livers or they've been drinking the cod liver oil. So um, that's the first thing that I think is really important for your immunity. And so, it's a cheap, it's a cheap supplement for one. Yeah. It's not expensive. And... Um, it's really important, and there's so many reasons why vitamin D is important. It's important for your bones. It's important for your brain. It's important for your heart. It's important for your hormones. Um, and it is not actually a vitamin. It is a hormone. And so it signals other things to talk to each other. And without vitamin D, that stuff doesn't happen very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've got vitamin D. We've got vitamin C. Mm -hmm. We've got vitamin got A. Vitamin A. Yeah. Um, Zinc, uh, magnesium. So trace minerals, oh, minerals and trace minerals. Um, we always hear about calcium. Everybody's like, oh, I'm calcium. I need calcium for my bones. Well, calcium is just one thing you need for your bones. You need calcium. You need phosphorus. You need um, magnesium. Uh, you need, and then you need trace minerals for your body and your bones. So you need selenium, very important for your thyroid. You need boron. You need zinc, you need copper, you need iron, you need iodine, and, oh, chromium, vanadium might be in there. So these are all micro trace minerals, and Weston Price found that foods that were high in trace minerals were also very important because they, they improve enzymatic function in the body so that biochemical processes can happen, especially in the immune system. And so we are very mineral deficient in this society as well. Um, but you don't want to go out and take a bunch of calcium supplements because you're going to get deficient in something else because 
minerals can like if you take too much zinc you can become copper deficient and so taking supplements for trace minerals um you can do supplements of trace minerals and your calcium magnesium is needed for everything like everything and most people are magnesium deficient so you could take some magnesium um but again getting those from foods trace minerals from foods i think that is kind of the takeaway for that and thing to remember soil is what grows a plant and the animal eats the plant and then the animal uses the plant and then the animal poops the plant back out and then all that plant material com composts itself and then the animal dies and it goes back into the soil and that soil has a microbiome and that's where all the trace minerals are and it's in that top layer of the topsoil. And what's happened with conventional farming is we've lost that topsoil. So we've lost the selenium, we've lost these things. And that's been the problem with losing trace minerals is your foods, even though they're grown in soil, they may not be getting that um, trace minerals. So again, gardening and growing your own food. Yeah. Um, and learning about soil really important so soil and we have a podcast on soil and mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah it's important and that's what we're doing gut. right now as far as we're yeah. building it right now to get ready to plant our garden but yeah and your gut is your microbiome and that's your soil mm -hmm. so we got to also feed the microbiome um okay so important okay. important supplements to take we've kind of gone over all those yeah, Talk and I, I missed omega-3s. Omega-3s. So we need omega-3s. Most people are deficient. If I drew if I drew 80 people's, 100 people's blood, probably 80% of them would be omega deficient. Mm -hmm. They would also be um, deficient probably in magnesium, and they might have trace mineral deficiencies. So it's really common. And so these are the things. And omega-3s, they increase anti-inflammatory prostaglandins in your bodies that help your vessels stay dilated and be happy and not be all inflamed. And remember, cardiovascular disease kills men and women more than anything. It will kill more people this year than it, the coronavirus will kill, for sure. So you want to make sure that you get enough omega-3s. And you can do that if you're eating fatty fish. Mm -hmm. Of course, we always recommend wild fatty fish because farmed fish doesn't have a bunch of garbage in them, so don't eat those things. Um, but fatty fish fish oil, fish skin, uh, seal blubber. I don't think many people that <clears throat> listen to us are eating seal blubber. Need to go seal Unless hunting? you live up in the Arctic, then you're probably, <laughs> this time of year, you're living off a of seal blubber. Um, I, I wonder if we have a listener up there eating seal if blubber. If you do, I kind of send us it. a message. That would be so <laughs> awesome. Uh, and uh, roe, caviar? Caviar, mm. fish eggs. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So those are all really good for omega-3s. And then, of course, you can supplement with omega-3s. Again, omega-3s are go rancid. And you do not want to go to Costco and buy cheap omega-3s because, first of all, you burp them up and they taste disgusting. And you pretty much know when they are because, yeah, yeah. it's at that point. Yep. And then um, some of them need to be in a triglyceride form. So your body, your your intestines will actually absorb them better. So you want them in a tri triglyceride-bound form. And, um, but yeah, omega-3s are really important for your brain, for your skin, for your heart, for, um, a lot of things. Okay. So sticking yes. with the okay. immunity topic, um, yep. there's your subs that can help you with that. 
What about what else can we do? Um, Besides I, well, what do we do in our house? Like, we take like a fiends. mushroom blend. We like mushrooms. Yeah, the immune support mushrooms mushroom. rule. And yep. people ask me, what mushrooms? Oh, geez, any mushrooms. Just take some mushrooms. They're good for you. They all are antimicrobial, antibacterial. Yeah, I and mean, we take They help it. you our fight kids, infection. Our kids take them daily. It's just yeah. a big, you know, comprehensive immune support is what it says right on the bottle. So let's use our daughter as an example. Chronic yeah. tonsillitis. Like, yep. And we've talked about this on here. I'm sure you guys love hearing our kids' medical history, but... Chronic tonsillitis, literally last fall, last winter we had, what, two bouts? And then this fall, before Thanksgiving, at Thanksgiving, our daughter was sick. It sucked. It was horrible for her. And then we all got it, but she has these horrible tonsils, and they just swell up like crazy. So I got some blood done on her. We found out she had food intolerance, and I keep promising to do a podcast. So I'm scheduling that with the doctors at the clinic. We're going to do one for you. Um, so we were like, okay, we got to do some immune support here because your body is not doing well with whatever and you're getting strep or whatever. So she got put on trace minerals, which was in that super bio veg. So it's like zinc and all the trace minerals and it has all these antimicrobial herbs in it. It's really good. And then she started taking a mushroom blend with all the mushrooms in it. And... She noticed And the she difference. cut out her food intolerances. Like she, like she, she can't eat potatoes. She would notice when she would skip taking the yep. the mushroom blend that uh, she wouldn't feel very good. So she'd get right on it. And it was almost every single time she missed taking it that uh, her tonsils would kind of flare up. Yeah. And now she like packs it. She goes to a sleepover at her girlfriend's house. She packs her supplements and she takes them. And so that's – and now it's been – she has not had tonsillitis since Thanksgiving. And this is when she should be having tonsillitis. Like the weather sucks and the coronavirus and colds and flus. And she hasn't gotten sick once. And her tonsils have barely swollen as long as she's good with it. So I think we'll get to summer um, without any major events. And she's seen the difference since she's 11. So it works. (laughs) And kids are like not kids don't have placebo kids and animals are like the perfect testic cases because if you give them something and they notice it's working and they feel better and they keep taking it you know it works because yep. adults start doing this thing like well am i making this up in my head is this for real does this really work kids don't do that and animals don't do that so that's what i say if you want to see if something works <laughs> try it on your kid yeah <laughs> um okay um Go ahead, what else? CBD. CBD. Yep. So you know we are a bunch of CBD lovers in this house. Ryan's a hippie. <laughs> That's all he does is just take CBD all day long and hang just out and chill. All day long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First of all, we love CBD from hemp, and hemp is not marijuana. Everybody and our smart population knows that. So there I don't need to tell you that. Psychedelic effect from <clears throat> CBD. No, there's zero. Unfortunately. Because we take CBD and we get no psychedelic <laughs> effects from it. <laughs> but um, I love CBD. Okay, CBD, it's not just CBD. It's full-spectrum hemp. So you're getting all the polyphenols. You're getting CBD, CBG, all these things. I love it because it's great for um, anxiety. And right now, holy crap. People folks, need to be... Folks have some anxiety When you go into Costco there. in the sanitize your cart in front of you which the lady did yesterday hello can i spray your cart down i was like 
what are you spraying on my cart? Okay. She wipes it down for me. And then they should just pop you a CBD capsule. <laughs> so when you have to go in there and fight the crowds of people, everybody's chilled out. They don't really care. It's not that big a deal. Sorry. That was my rendition of everybody <laughs> needs to chill out. Um, so oh. CBD is good for that. And it's great for inflammation. And the mechanism of that is... It doesn't actually attach to the ECS receptor. So I'm going to get a little deep on you here. So you have ECS receptors, which Matt and I have talked about in previous podcasts. You can go listen to those in your central nervous system. There's a chemical called anandamide. Anandamide is something we all create in our body that decreases pain. And there's some people who don't create enough anandamide. So they have a higher threshold of like pain, right? Somebody could get the same injury another person gets and they don't have pain perception the same way, let's say that. Or over time, you kind of wear your anandamide out. There's also people I watched, Paley was watching that show the other night. There's a, a woman who lives in England and she, ha, she makes so much anandamide, she feels no pain. So her husband has to like make sure the bath water's not too hot. So she literally skulls like her skin comes off she she's got scars all over her body from like cooking and because she feel doesn't feel pain she has zero pain so that's what an and and she has zero pain and she's the chillest she has no anxiety she told the lady like I don't even know what anxiety is and her husband's sitting there I think he has anxiety because he's always having to watch her and make sure she doesn't hurt herself like she could literally fall and break her hip and have no pain she could try to get up and walk. She wouldn't even know it. She wouldn't feel it. So she's chilled out too because anandamide chills you out. Like it fills all those receptors and it chills you out. So CBD actually helps you take the anandamide that you have and attach it to your receptor. Isn't that cool? It's pretty cool. So those, again, that intuitive nature of the plant, which Matt's talked about in podcasts. So we like that, and it's good for your immune system, and it's good for your and it should be taken panic button daily, and that's, it should be taken daily because it's I've food. <laughs> yeah, not just taking it when you know you're inflamed or you're no. working out or anything like that. It's kind of a daily sup that yeah. you take same time every morning. If you're taking more than one or two caps in the morning, you might take a couple in the evening as well. Um, and I think, uh, I think one of the things that they're learning is actually more is better. There's a cost to it for sure. But um, talking to Matt lately, um, they're figuring out that now there's a limit for sure. But uh, he's noticed that people just do better with more. You know, we, mm -hmm. I started off taking one 20 milligram cap and I do two hunting season. I was taking, you know, three um so 60 milligrams a day, just because I knew I was overexerting and running heavy packs and just long days and stuff like that. So I just wanted to kind of up my protection from inflammation. Uh, now, uh, sounds like I should be doing even more to, um, to help in that. So, well, what's interesting is you and I are like the perfect couple about the two opposite effects of it. So you don't have any pain, right? No. From what I understand, yeah. No. You don't have pain and you don't have anxiety. But you tend to be more inflamed than I me. I must make a lot of anandamide. You probably do. You make a lot more than me because I definitely have chronic pain, right? 
And I've talked about that. Like I have chronic back and hip pain. And I did get for a while, I got way better. And I was like, oh, I don't need to take stuff anymore. (laughs) And I just quit taking it. And then I started noticing like, well, why is my pain coming back? Just kind of slowly comes back. So I got back on it. Sometimes I just do two a day. Sometimes I do four a day for sleep. I might take two at night. And since I've started doing that, it's slowly gotten better again. And I do it more for, I'm, I'm taking it for like anxiety and pain and he's taking it for just to help inflammation and to make sure he can climb mountains and he doesn't get injured. So we're both like getting the benefits of it in different aspects. And that's, what's so cool about it. Now, let me say a full spectrum hemp, like we have, you might pee hot. Sorry. We, all the research out there used to say you wouldn't pee hot, but we can't say that now because, um, (laughs) Ryan and I have done tests on the same amount. He pees hot. I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's metabolism. It's your own biochemical metabolism and how you metabolize it. Now, hemp is below 0.3%. It is so low. I think Matt said you would have to take like 100 caps or like crazy amount to even feel like what THC would do to you. But because of everybody's individual biochemistry, you might actually, it might show up on a P test. So unfortunately, for full spectrum, you if you get drug tested, um, now if they took your blood, you, you're going to be negative. negative. So, you know, but there are some like, uh, one of the military guy told me that's not, they can't take it in the military. So I don't know, but unfortunately that's the case. And then there is broad spectrum where there's no THC though. So there are, there definitely, our dog is back. He wants, he wants dinner. Um, there's definitely options for people out there that don't want the THC. All right. Um, let's see. Did I? Oh, and make sure you're getting protein and you're getting enough amino acids. This is back to Weston Price and the animal diet. Listen, cannabinoids are fat soluble. They have to have fat of some form with them to be absorbed. Isn't that crazy, right? It's a plant, but it has to have fat soluble with it. So that's why it has MCT oil, olive oil, um, uh, because those things are fat soluble to be absorbed, you need it. And they're going in and working on those systems. So again, these plants working synergistically with animal fats and plant fats, it's pretty cool. Um, so definitely all cannabinoids need fat to help with immunity and to help with inflammation. Um, and then enzymes and all that. So this is back to animal protein and, and fat and make sure you're getting enough of that. And the other thing is high quality Like our ancestors were not eating pesticides, herbicides, phthalates, plastics, styrofoams, birth control pills, um, antidepressants, uh, hormones, RSBG, whatever. Like that wasn't in their meat and that wasn't in their dairy and that wasn't in their water supply. So we are actually compromised some and it's pretty impossible to get away from plastic. It's like, it's so impossible. But if you're going to clean, if you're hunting, you're getting your meat Um, if you're not hunting, then, um, you need to learn to hunt. Sorry. I don't hunt, but that's because I have you. And if something happens to you, I'm going to have to hunt. (laughs) Um, but I just see this more and more. It's just every time I talk to groups of people and I, I see the way diet is going and I see these diseases that people are dying from and the people dying from 
the coronavirus have comorbidity and they have chronic disease that a lot of it was preventable. Preventable. And yeah, I would be a little bit more scared if I lived in a big city with a lot of pollution because people that live there tend to have more lung issues, right? Or if you're a smoker, you... Yeah, and way, if you're a smoker way, way and you get coronavirus and you get sick, you just set yourself up for that. So, God, I don't want to be your mother, but just stop smoking. Yeah, for right? Pete's sakes. That's, and that's, a, that's a given. Stop I, vaping I and stop smoking everything. Yeah. Like, there's other ways to take your substances, folks, and smoking mm -hmm. it is not good for your lungs. And this virus is going to show, like, if your lungs are weak, that's who it's going to get. Yep. And, and I think the the last thing is exercise, right? I mean, oh yeah, making your keeping your body resilient, do hard things, um, keep it fighting daily, and, and exercising. We have, um, yeah, I mean, we do a little workout every day down in the basement. We're gonna do two today, just because we I want to challenge you to a step up challenge on the box. But, oh great! Yeah, so. Um, I think overall, I mean, if you're eating right, taking care of yourself, um, eating clean, getting exercise, you're going to be just fine. Mike sent me, a um, Mike Mutzel, our friend. Now, if you want real science about this, folks, go to Mike Mutzel, High Intensity Health. The dude is like a researcher. I'm a clinician. I'm not a researcher. So I follow people smarter than me, and I read these things, but dude, go follow him. He sent me a video today, or he put it on his Insta story. He videoed like all the pizza, the pizza frozen aisle at the grocery store was like just almost empty, all the boxes and all the frozen chicken and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, this is what people are buying, you know, like this is what people are taking home to eat while they're sitting at home. And, um, it's, it's alarming, but that's what's out there. That's what people are eating. And this is what frustrates me more and more today is it's like, Oh, I just want people to take more control of their health, you know? It's so sad. It makes me just want to go do step-ups down in the basement until <laughs> <laughs> I sweat. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, yeah, so quality matters. Quality matters in your supplements, in your food, and all that. So yep. um, anything else? Did I just like beat a I dead think, horse? I think like, we covered it. Just some of the things. Yeah. Oh, and the some other thing, the hunters, gonna... like, did we already talk about this? Utilize all of your animal more because all that stuff that you're leaving behind, unless you're like a Western hunter and you hike in like 20 miles and you don't want to carry stuff out, like as much as you can, use the fat, use the organs, do that. Because those have all, everything we've talked about today, that stuff has everything in it. And um, if we run out of food in the grocery stores, then you all are going to have to become carnivores and you're just going to have to learn how to eat organ meat and fat blubber and muscle meat. Right. And make bone broth. So, yeah. but not one tribe, not one thing, place that Dr. Price visited, not one tribe was a vegetarian. Boom. Boom. Drop the mic. Okay. All right. Survive out there. Stay healthy, people. We're here for you. <laughs> the Stealthy Hunter website and the Hunt Harvest Health podcast is for general health information only. This podcast is not to be used as substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment of any health condition or problem. Any questions regarding your own health should be addressed to your own primary care physician or other health care provider.